mysterious place. It's so quiet. Even in the deep woods, you can hear jet airplanes or motorcycles, things like that. In the cave, you don't hear that. It's just extremely quiet. in the depths of White Moon Cave in the CMEX Redwood Tract. Like many caves throughout the United States, it's a solution cave. Marble is essentially your common everyday limestone that's been heated up, undergone a great deal of pressure and deformation down in the Earth's crust, but it's basically soluble. The groundwater seeping down through the soil will pick up lots of carbon dioxide, form a very mild carbonic acid, and over a great length of time will dissolve the marble. That same water that dissolved the cave is still fairly highly charged with dissolved calcite. So when it hits the cave air, the carbon dioxide boils out a lot like uncorking a warm soda. The mineral is unable to stay in solution, so it precipitates out. And over thousands of years, it will form a sort of carrot-shaped stalactites that people are, are used to seeing. And as the water drips off of that and falls down to the cave floor, you end up with a deposit in the floor that forms stalagmites. This is a, a very interesting decoration. Essentially, a little drip of water will run down the wall, and as it does, it gets agitated, the carbon dioxide boils off, and it dumps a little bit of its mineral load, calcite, and it forms this kind of a very thin decoration called a drapery. Most California caves are several hundred to maybe a thousand, maybe two thousand feet long. White Moon Cave is unique in, uh, in this part of California in that it's approximately a mile long, but uh, we don't know for sure. It hasn't been totally mapped yet. We found out about White Moon Cave within a few weeks after Peninsula Open Space Trust and Sempervirens Fund acquired the Semex Redwoods property in December of 2011. We were contacted by Bruce Rogers and several other members of the Western Caves Conservancy who informed us that, much to our surprise, the property that we had just acquired contained one of the largest caves in the state of California. And Bruce and the other representatives from the WCC had contacted us to help us learn how to protect this fragile ecosystem that exists within it. Caves are living laboratories. They change all the time. You can see evolution take place in the cave. You're dealing with a smaller biota, a smaller section of life, so it's easier to learn a complete fauna. Here we have the meta spider. This spider is able to develop completely in the cave, but it's not adapted for cave life. It's not blind, it has not lost its pigmentation. So this is called a troglophile. It's a lover of caves.
Well, these are geometrid moths, inchworms, of the genus Trifosa that are a good example of the troglozine type of organism. That is an organism that spends part of its life cycle in the cave and part of it outside. The larva of this moth is a typical caterpillar that's found outside feeding on plants. So only the adult moth comes into the cave to use as a resting area. When I'm looking for cave spiders or other cave arthropods, my face is usually in the dirt and I'm looking for something very specific so I don't think a lot about how scary it can potentially be in a cave or how dangerous it is. I'm just really excited to discover something new and to find the next interesting thing under the next rock. This spider is Tidiotis. It's a very common troglophilic spider. It's found in most caves in California. There are about 12 different species. And this is also a California endemic spider, which means it's only found in California. These are frequently encountered by cavers, so once they see them, they're usually very frightened. And this usually frightens the spiders, and they run very quickly, which causes even more commotion. <laughs> Probably the biggest threat to caves is time. A cave has a life history. It will form, it will develop, it will become decorated, and then gradually the surface of the earth will wear down and the cave will be destroyed. On a much quicker time base would be people. People leave trash on the floor. People may spray paint or etch their names on the wall. These are such delicate environments. Uh, once they're gone, they're gone. They will not be renewed in a human lifespan or time frame at all. A stalactite takes 10 or 20,000 years to form and it gets broken. It will not be seen again. <laughs> 